Hello, listeners. It is midnight in the mountains once again. And I, Julian Glass, am here to calm your nocturnal souls. Sorry I haven't been on the air the last several nights, listeners. I was out sick, and then I was looking for Shinji. <sighs> More on that later. For now, let's venture around town. Marilee Williams makes her favorite late-night dinner. Macaroni and cheese mixed with mini meats. A salesman has arrived in Mercy Mountain. He wears a gray jacket, gray slacks, a gray tie, and a gray hat, and carries a gray briefcase. His skin is neither dark nor light. His eyes are neither light nor dark. His hair is similar. His license plate says he is from Morgan County, Ohio, and reads salesman. I do not know what he sells. I do not know where he has come from. I do not know when he came or how long he will stay. But perhaps he will sell us just what each of us needs. Jeff Miller. I... Where is Jeff? I don't... Perhaps it is not my business. Let's move on. Let's hear some of Julian's midnight advice. Hello, Julian. My scruples are overflowing. My kettle is screaming. These two things are related. How do I accept my swaying troubles? Signed, The Passenger. Hello, Passenger. Please stop writing me. I told you I do not want to become involved in your divorce. Hi, Julian. My former roommate owes me money. The reason why doesn't matter. Besides, perhaps I was being too generous. But she ended up taking $660 and a crockpot from me. It's been months since we've had contact, mainly because she doesn't answer a lot of messages or calls. And I am beginning to feel it's been too long to be held up on this issue, but it's the principle of it. How do I handle this? Signed, Principled Rumi. Hi, Principled. I suggest you collect your debts the old-fashioned way. By finding out where your debtor lives and hiding in the walls of their home, making unsettling noises until they have a mental breakdown, and are vulnerable to your requests for getting your money and your crockpot back. So, listeners, several days ago, I came down with COVID. Shinji stayed home and took care of me and the dogs, as I was barely able to leave bed. All I did was sleep and feel awful. 
Shinji regularly brought me soup and water and cuddled me when I asked. I love them so much. One day, someone stopped by. Although I was feeling a bit better by then, I was still contagious, so Shinji answered the door. I fell asleep as they and our guest socialized for what felt like a long time. When I woke, Shinji told me a salesman had come by. I asked what the salesman was selling, and Shinji couldn't recall. They didn't think they bought anything, though, and I certainly didn't see anything new around the house as I got up and around. Several days passed. I was just about ready to come back to work, but was giving it one more day to ensure I was no longer contagious. Since I was significantly better, Shinji left for work. They never came back. I phoned their workplace, and their boss said they had never arrived. So I've spent the last few days looking for them. I haven't come to work because I've given up, of course. I just needed a distraction, and the missing persons investigators are on the job, so... Distraction, right. Let's hear a word from tonight's sponsor. Do you want to be a star? Do you want to go viral? Do you want to be immortalized? None of today's popular social media platforms can do any of that for you. But Vine can. Download Vine wherever you get your apps. The night train is rumbling through town as usual. No light, no horn, just a low thunder signifying its passage. One of the extraordinarily tall people in red robes, who fish for catfish and loose souls from the new river amid the darkness, specifically the one that regularly spray-paints various ears on the post office, is busy vandalizing the post office again. They are painting a stunningly lifelike rendition of a bird's inner ear. The lawyers at Newton and Stone Law Firm huff and neigh at something outside their window, something I cannot see. Listeners, I believe that it is not just my dear Shinji who has disappeared. Finna Vanderberg, Journalist for the Daily Dispatch just called the station, and she said that reports have come in from all over town that people are going missing. There is no word yet on what ties these disappearances together, if they are even related. I am going to take another look around town to see if any clues are out there. Mercy Mountain Community College archaeology student Akifa Zuruk is out doing late-night field research, trying to find cork tablets engraved with heavenly proclamations, which can only be recovered under the light of the moon. Penelope Dunlap on the west side of town welcomes the salesman into her home. 
Chloe Holloway, owner of the thrift store Felonious Fashions, burns in her backyard an effigy of an unfashionable owl as she chants in Mandarin. Local sharpshooter and newest missing persons investigator Sid Jones sits at her desk in her office, poring over files, trying to find any clue at all. Stay tuned next for... Oh, I don't know. Hopefully for Shinji coming home safely. Have a wonderful rest of your night, Mercy Mountain. This episode was written and performed by Mallory Spencer. Music was written by Erica Pyrrhus. Music was performed by Moss Grady. The logo was designed by the Podcast Design Company. For more, visit MallorySpencer.com or at MallorySpencerWrites on Instagram.